0: Hello, Sports Ethos. <laughs> I don't know the British accent, but welcome to another edition of DFS today. This is your month, Tuesday. Sorry about that. Tuesday, March 1st edition, first day of March. I'm Santino Gacone, and I am joined by the one, the only DJ Sammy Caps. How are
1: you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be back, guys. Hope you guys have been doing well too. Also, I like that accent. You have been working on that, (laughs) Santino? Yeah, there's more where it came from, but uh, (laughs) I won't do it all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't been on a podcast together in a little bit now. Uh, The break was Thursday to Thursday, so we missed a good chunk there. But back at it now. And, uh, yeah, we have have a nice six-gamer here. Not too crazy. Uh, 7 p.m. start time, five early games, uh, and then that one – Late game, Dallas and Lakers. But without further ado, buddy, let's jump right into it. Uh, First game on the docket is at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Detroit Pistons taking on the Washington Wizards. Uh, We do have some people on the injury report here. Uh, Marvin Bagley, Frank Jackson, both questionable. Porzingis, Beal are both out. And then we have Diallo as doubtful. Um, nothing so far on the spread. It's very weird. We're we're back to this. Um, but I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on this Pistons side of the ball?
1: Well, I feel like every time we cover the Pistons, I say the same couple guys, but I'm going to have to stick with them. I'm looking at Sadiq Bay, uh, 6,600 tonight. He had 28 points in his last game with eight rebounds and three assists. And I think he could give us some value back again tonight against the Wizards. Um, and I'm also looking at Cade Cunningham. He's 7,500. Uh, he's had over or close to 20 points in his last four games. He's also had eight rebounds, six rebounds, seven rebounds, and five rebounds in those four games to go along with six to six, six assists and three out of the four and three assists in one. So I think he'll give us another solid stat line tonight. Um, and we could look for him to help us out. But who are you looking at? Yeah. And it's, uh. Um, with Jackson Bagley and Diallo, uh,
0: two questionables and a doubtful there, Uh, there's some extra minutes to go around for guys. Like you mentioned Sadiq Bay. Um, I'm looking at potentially Kelly Olenek, especially if Diallo doesn't play as well as Bagley. That's extra minutes for him under 5k. Uh, he's been known to produce when getting the time the, the other night, 40 and a half fantasy points in 24 minutes, he's dropped 20 and eight. Uh, he can, Potentially do that again if he's getting uh, minutes in the 20s and without a Diallo or a Bagley or both. uh, That'll help bolster his case there. Uh, Frank Jackson's interesting in Diallo. That does help Corey Joseph. That does help Killian Hayes. Not so much Killian Hayes for fantasy, but uh, Corey Joseph's been pretty solid at 4K, so I don't mind going over there as well if both those guys are out. Uh, And You mentioned Bay, um, and Grant is another guy I'll throw in there. If Diallo's out, Bagley's out, that's just going to be extra minutes for them to play in the forward positions, uh, especially if they go small, which Washington has been doing a little bit more frequently lately. Uh, So I'm in there as well for those guys. Uh, Assuming the injury report is stayed, if everybody does play, I'll still probably take a chance on Olenek and Joseph, but uh, less, less so on Grant. Jumping on to the other side of the ball. Uh, this is a good matchup for these guys. Kyle Kuzma's been on fire, but he's now 9,200. Uh, I guess, well, uh, he, he should be as he should be because three out of his last four games, he's had over 58 fantasy points. A nice uh, under-20-point game in there, a a five-point uh, actual scoring game, a dud there in between. But outside of that, uh, he's been on fire, and this is a very, very good matchup for him, too. People are probably going to go less... Be less excited for him since he is in the 9Ks now, but uh, he does make for a decent play here. Uh, Daniel Gafford, if he starts again, 3600. He's been seeing a solid time, 29 and 24 minutes the last two games. Uh, 20, 24 and 30 and a half fantasy points. That's some solid value there again. If he draws the start again, uh, Thomas Bryant has been coming off the bench. Uh, he only played 16 minutes and 15 minutes the last two and 14 before that. DraftKings for some reason says he played 44 minutes. That is not accurate. Uh, He only played about 15 that game, so um, Daniel Gafford, 3,600, is solid there. And then uh, I'm looking at uh, the backcourt. Nito and KCP both can make for some solid uh, value plays there. Um, I'm going to see what happens because they just—sorry about that. They brought in uh, Thomas Sadaransky. so I don't know if that's going to muddy the the guard rotation, but— if he doesn't play, that's uh, another opportunity for these guys, though. Uh,
1: I do really like Gafford, and Kuzma is in play for me over here. Yeah, no, I'm thinking the same thing, really. Um, I have KCP. I uh, I think if he puts up 15, 20 points, he could be valuable for us tonight. And I'm also looking at Gafford as well. Uh, 14.7 boards in his last game, and I think he can improve on that line. Um, and help us out tonight.
0: All right, I like it. We'll jump on over to the next game at 7.30pm Eastern Standard Time. We have the Atlanta Hawks taking on the Boston Celtics. We don't have a spread for this one, but we do have an injury report. Um, John Collins is doubtful. Upgraded to doubtful. He's missed the last few games. Lou Williams is out. And on the Celtics, we have nobody on the injury report. Um, I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking for on
1: this Hawks side of the ball? I'm really only looking at DeAndre Hunter. Uh, He's 4,600, so he's He's pretty uh in the lower lower tiers. He's cheap, I should say. Uh, and four out of the last five games he scored in double digits and was close to twenty points in one of those games. Um, he's been playing high thirties in minutes, and I think if he can continue to get that same playing time, he will give us value. But who else you looking at? Yeah, and it's interesting because Trey Young actually had a
0: thirty and ten game against the same uh Boston team right before the all-star break. So he's interesting there uh, and he becomes a little bit more interesting if John Collins misses again, but I probably won't be going that 10 K route with uh, the rest of the people on the slate. Um, If John Collins does miss Gallinari and Okungwu who've been playing extra minutes and especially Okungwu because the Celtics do play big. So it's their chance to match him up here uh, going a little bit bigger. He comes interesting to me. He's played 20. He played 27 minutes the other night. Uh, 19 and 20 before that, it's up in a little bit. Three straight games over 22 fantasy points. Uh, the last one almost 35 in that near 30-minute uh, game. Uh, if the dude gets the time in the mid-20s, especially in this matchup, he's going to bring back value. He is very, very fantasy productive. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on. If Collins does play, I'm going to nix that. I'm going to nix any interest I had in Gallinari, um, probably – won't really go after Hunt or Herder. Uh, I'm most likely going to leave this team alone if Collins does play and it muddies up the waters just enough. Uh, but I think there is enough to be had there if Collins doesn't play uh, in that forward, power forward slash center position where Gallinari might see some time um, and Okungwu will see some time. On the other side of the ball, we have the Celtics. Uh, and this is just a good matchup. Good, good matchup for these guys. Marcus Smart has been playing really solid against these guys. He's averaging over 31 fantasy points uh, in three meetings, <clears throat> and he's been playing pretty decent. Derek White would be a guy that I want to target at 6K, but uh, the last two games giving given me a little pause for concern. Uh, three games, I should say, 20, 20, and 22 minutes in the last three. Uh, not great there, but Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are both in play here. Uh, they both have had success against this Hawks team, more so Jason Tatum. He is 9,800, though. I do prefer him over a Trey Young. Um, he's averaging 53 fantasy points in three games against this Hawks team, and I think that can easily continue here. Uh, so he's a guy I'm I'm certainly looking at. and uh, He's probably the lone guy I'm looking at here. Him, Marcus Smart. I shouldn't say lone. Him, Marcus Smart, um, and a little bit of Grant Williams love just because I really like uh, him coming off the bench. But with everybody healthy, I'm probably not going to have too much exposure to this side. How about you?
1: Hey, yeah, I think we we'll, Are you there? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry oh. about that, guys. Um, I was muted on my end. I I do that a lot, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, no. Like as I was saying, I w- I'm right there with you. I'm really not looking at anybody else anybody really tonight, but if I had to pick somebody, I'm looking at Peyton Pritchard. Uh, he's 3700. He played 27 minutes and 17 minutes in the last two games, and he scored 19 and 14 points with very similar stat lines. They were literally reversed. Uh, one game he had two rebounds and six assists, or two rebounds and six rebounds, and then six—I can't even talk tonight, I'm sorry, guys—six assists <laughs> and two assists. <laughs> so I think if he gets his minutes, if he gets closer to 27, or somehow even pushes 30 minutes tonight, I think he could definitely help us. Um, but yeah, that's who, that's all I got, really, for the Celtics.
0: All right. Jumping on over to the next game at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Toronto Raptors. And both of these teams are playing on a back-to-back, and they are playing against each other on a back-to-back. They are playing on Monday against Brooklyn, as we're speaking, uh, and then they're flopping, o- flipping over, both traveling to Toronto and playing again. Uh, so definitely keep an eye out for the injury report on that one. Uh, tonight, though, we can say that Kyrie Irving didn't play. He shouldn't be playing in the next one as well um kevin durant is going to be out joe harris is out ben simmons is out og is out um and fred van vliet missed this game with right knee soreness don't know if he'll play in tuesday's game we'll have to keep an update on that uh and then whatever happens in tonight's game if someone gets injured or whatnot if anybody rests we'll have to keep an eye on that as well uh so revolving door there but i'll throw it over to you what are you looking at on the?
1: Brooklyn side of the ball. Definitely. Um, I have two guards tonight. I have Bruce Brown, uh, in his last two games, he scored four 15 points each and had seven rebounds in both of those games as well. And I think with the, the, the departure of Harden, I feel like Brown has been getting more time to shine in Brooklyn, um, and getting more playing time as well. And then I'm also looking at Seth Curry, who I feel like is the same as Brown. Um, he was obviously in that trade package with Harden. Uh, But I think with him going to Brooklyn, he's really been getting into his own. um, And I think he could definitely help us out tonight. But who are you looking at?
0: Yeah, and I think there's uh, on Brooklyn, it it depends if they rest anybody. There's there's some openings there. But, um, yeah, you mentioned Bruce Brown. He's playing really well. If Kyrie doesn't. Yeah, we don't expect Kyrie to play because it's in Toronto. Uh, So he should be getting a lot of minutes again. And he's played. Minutes in the 30s in four of the last five games, not including tonight because it's not over. I'll probably throw that again, make that five last six. And each of those games, he's brought over 22 fantasy points with a 52-point burger in there and another 37-point game. So I do really like Bruce Brown. I think the matchup is solid. I'll uh, we'll be seeing him the second time in two nights. Um, Seth Curry again, <clears throat> him. He would make a lot of sense. I don't think Goran Dragic would play on the back end of a back-to-back unless he's going to play again. 12 minutes so uh seth curry's gonna be running a lot of the offense at 6400 i think we can take advantage of that uh and then depending on what happens in the front court uh does marcus aldridge play on the back end of a back-to-back if he doesn't andre drummond at 6900 becomes very appealing to me um or or James Johnson getting an extra run there at only 4,300. I think there's a lot to like. Uh, we'll have to see how it shakes out. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think Bruce Brown's a play. Uh, Seth Curry potentially in the front court. We'll have to see. But uh, there are some pot- possible plays there for me as well. On the other side of the ball, uh, Toronto is in the same predicament. They're playing these guys twice in a row. Um, and they're they're traveling a little a little bit from Brooklyn to Toronto. Uh, Van Vliet didn't play this game. If he doesn't play again, then that opens things up for Gary Trent uh, to get more minutes running the point uh, r- and running the offense a lot through Siakam. Scotty uh, Barnes initiating offense more as well. That opens up more minutes for Boucher, Precious, and Thad Young off the bench, which are already opened up because OG is not playing. Even though Burch is starting, he I like him the least out of those four big men. Uh, Boucher, Precious, Thad and Birch. I like Birch the least out of that. Um, Malachi Flynn, he drew the start tonight. If he does that again, he's a potential option at 3,100, uh, but I don't mind going after a Siakam at 8,900 or a Gary Trent at 6,400 in this particular matchup. Um, if Van Vliet does play, I'm going to curb my upside or my uh, excitement on those two guys a little bit and probably attack like a, a Precious who's had a lot of success against this team at only 4K uh, or a Boucher. Or, um, and Those two guys I would target the most, but I think Gary Trent Jr. at 6'4 is in play either way, but it's
1: just not as exciting. How about you? Yeah, um, I'm curious to see how Thad Young does. Uh, In his last three games, he's had 10 points twice, uh, five boards, one assist, five boards, two assists, and two boards and three assists, and he's been getting over 20 minutes, uh, low 20s, so I think if he get over 20 minutes again, I think he'll be an interesting play for us tonight. All right, um, like it. Jumping on over to the next game at 8 p.m. Eastern
0: Standard Time, we have the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Houston Rockets. Which it feels like these guys are playing every night. This is a third, third game in um, in their la- each ge- third time meeting in each team's last four games, which is crazy. Uh, but we do have a spread for this one, a 228 game total, and the Clippers are six and a half point road favorites. On the injury report. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Jay Scrubb, Preston, uh, Jason Preston uh, are all out, and then we have Usman Garuba out as well. Garrison Matthews, Kevin Porter Jr. are both questionable. Throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at
1: on the Clippers side of the ball? Definitely. Um, again, I feel like it's a guy I say every time we cover the Clippers, but Reggie Jackson, he's been on a tear. Um, he's a little expensive now. He's kind kind of getting like the Kuzma range. Uh, he's not quite ninety two hundred, but he's eighty two hundred. Uh, he's gotten almost 40 minutes a game. He's been on a tear, like I said, and I look for him to get another 38 to 40 minutes tonight and really to stuff the stat sheet like he has been. Um, and I'm also looking at Isaiah Hardenstein, Hardenstein. Um, he's 5,000 tonight. He's gotten high twenties and in minutes and two of the last three games, he scored double digits. Um, he's even gotten 12 points while only playing 10 minutes, which I thought really stood out to me. Um, and that was his last game out. And I think he could have solid numbers on the boards. Uh, the last three games, he's had eight rebounds, seven rebounds, and four rebounds. So I think I look for him to give us some value back tonight as well. But who else are you looking at?
0: Yeah, I think both those are guys uh, are in play. Reggie Jackson's a little bit expensive, but I just mentioned these they get—they played these guys two times in their last three games. So this will be the th- third in, in the Clippers' last four games. Um, both times they played the, the Rockets in the last couple days after the All-Star break. He had over 40 fantasy points, so Reggie Jackson could be in play there as well. Um, Hartenstein, you mentioned the last game he played was only 10 minutes. It was against this Rockets, and he scored 12 points and had four boards. He had four personal fouls in uh, 10 minutes and three turnovers, so that was likely why he sat. But the two games before that, he had 32 fantasy points, and then another 40 fantasy points against these same Rockets. So he can be in play again as well at 5K. Uh, Zubak is coming off a monster game against the Rockets. I liked him uh, going into it. He had 50 fantasy points. He had uh, seven stocks, 15 rebounds, 14 points. I don't see that happening again. Uh, but the first time, the first meeting a couple ga- games ago against the Rockets, he had 30 fantasy points there too. So he's uh, in play for me as well. I do really like Terrence Mann, but. Um, Probably not going to go in that direction at this time. I, I do like the big guys as, uh the most here with a little bit of Reggie Jackson. If I have the money on the other side of the ball, it's a similar story because these teams are playing. They should know each other very, very well. Uh, now we have Kevin Porter Jr. As questionable, if Kevin Porter Jr. Misses again, uh, Dennis Schroeder, we can just put in our lineups. Um, when, when, KPJ is missing. They're giving a ton of run to Dennis Schroeder. Uh, he played 38 minutes against this Clipper team in a one-point loss um, two nights ago. He had 37 fantasy points. At under 6K, he will be very, very much in my player pool uh, if there's no Kevin Porter Jr., if there's no Garrison Matthews. Eric Gordon becomes a guy I'm looking at at only 4,600. Uh, they're not shy about giving these two veterans um, minutes, which is weird because they told John Wall not to play to, to come to the team, not to play because they want to play their young guys. But um, so I don't, I don't know what that means if they're playing Dennis Schroeder now, but um, <clears throat> yeah, Eric Gordon and Schroeder are very much in play for me uh, depending on the availability of Matthews and Porter jr. Outside of that, not in love with anyone. Uh, Jalen green has been coming on lately and he, he does get a boost without those guys. So um can look at him. He's been putting up a lot of nice points in the twenties there, but, the upside is kind of capped. Um, but I, I do very much look at Gordon and, and uh, Schroeder the
1: most here. How about you? Yeah, no, I agree. I have Jalen Green as well, Jay Sean Tate. But like you were saying, for Green, I feel like he's capped as well. I think if he could get 30 minutes, he'll put up points. But it's it's hard to tell. Um, and for 5,500, I, I don't think I'll be putting them into my lineup. But if you guys need a filler or something... Um, in one position, I would I would be looking at Jalen Green, um, and hope he gets that thirty minutes. Um, but otherwise, like I said, I'm looking at Jay Tate. Tate. Uh, he's sixty-one hundred. He scored in double digits and close to twenty points a game in each of the last five games he's played. Um, and also double-doubled in one of them with ten rebounds. Uh, so I think he could be another guy to look at. Um, because like I I don't really think there's many guys as you were saying as well. So, definitely those two guys could be a couple to look at for us.
0: All right, man. We have the next game on the docket. The Golden State Warriors taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Wolves are on the back end of a back-to-back here. They are currently playing on Monday night. <clears throat> um and we don't have a spread for this one. We do have an injury report for these guys. Um for where they go. The Warriors, we have Draymond, Iggy Clay, and Wiseman all out. Uh, for the Wolves, we had Beasley played this game, uh, and McKinley, Wright, The fourth was out for this one. That was it. That could change again, back end of a back to back. We don't know. Um, but we'll get there when we get there. I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the warrior side of the ball?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at, uh, Kaminga, Jonathan Kaminga. He's 4,600. Uh, he had a down game last time out. I, because I, he only played 17 minutes. Um, and I think if he could log mid 20s like he was before, I look for him to get back on on track of where he was. Um, and I'm also looking at Jordan Pohl. He's 5200 and pretty much the same thing with him. He only played 19 minutes in his last game out. Um, but before then, he hovered between 22 to 25 minutes and was scoring 15 points a game uh, with close to 10 rebounds a game. Um, so I think they could both give us some value back tonight. But who else you looking at?
0: Yeah, and Kaminga, he had five fouls in in those 17 minutes and four turnovers, so that's likely why he didn't play much. Uh, But he's been playing really well before that uh, with multiple games three of the last, or four of the last five games, um, at least 25 fantasy points, so bringing back value there. And a couple of those games over 30. So I'm with you on Kaminga. Jordan Poole. Didn't hit a shot in the last game. That's probably why he didn't play too much. But you mentioned it. He's been playing a lot better before that. Two, three straight games of at least 27 fantasy points. So there's some value there. Uh, we know that Clay is not going to be in for this one. So there is more opportunity. Uh, I do really like Andrew uh, Andrew Wiggins in this one, going against his former team in Minnesota. Um, he's averaging 35 fantasy points in three games against these guys. Uh, the added responsibility and the added shot creation, <clears> or <throat> and shots that are going to be open up with Clay Thompson out. Uh we know Draymond's been out for a while. I think Wiggins can take advantage of this in a quote unquote revenge game. And those are the two guys I'm looking at the most. Um Gary Payton Jr. or Gary Payton the second and Otto Porter Jr. are two guys that I wouldn't mind taking a chance on as very cheap options in that four-two, four-one range. Uh, but <clears throat> I think we have others, though I'm keeping an eye on both of them as well with with some key pieces out here. And I'll jump on over to the wolf side of the ball. Um I'll throw it over to you actually. What are you looking at on this side of the ball? Really
1: <laughs> I uh, it's it's tough. Uh, yeah. Um I'm looking at Malik Beasley. I he's he's cheap tonight, 3300, and I kind of feel like again, if you're looking for a filler in one or two roster spots, he'll be the guy to try out tonight. And I hate to say try out somebody here, but he played 18 minutes and he had 17 points in his last game out. So I think if you're in need of a guard, I'd look his way. I wouldn't necessarily put him in. Um, but who are you thinking?
0: Yeah. And then, um, this is kind of interesting because I don't know what's going to happen on the injury report. Uh, when these guys do play, uh, cause they are playing against the calves. Uh, as we speak, we'll see if anybody rests in the back to back. I don't think so. They haven't really done that lately. Uh, Cat at 10-1 is interesting to me without Draymond Green. uh, He has had success against this Warrior squad in the three games he's played. He's averaging 50 fantasy points. Uh, Without Draymond Green, that's even better there. So uh, Cat is interesting to me for some upside there. And Anthony Edwards, he had an explosion game against these guys uh, before, and he's averaging 44 over 44 fantasy points in three games against them. Uh, so I don't mind taking a shot at him at 7,400 as well. He hasn't been playing great at all. Um, uh, in the last couple games, right before the break, he was three of 18 shooting in the two games before the break. And then after he's, uh, six of 24 shooting in the two games before again, Monday's game. Cause it's currently playing. Uh, so it's been a huge slump right now, but it's only a matter of time before he turns around. I know he's been a little injured, but at 7,400, we can take a shot at him as well. Um, that's probably it. I don't know if I'll go too digging too deep into here unless people are out. Um, but let's jump on over to this last game at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Los Angeles Lakers at 10 p.m. Uh, we have a 220 game total, just the second total of the night, uh, and the Mavs are three and a half point road favorites. On the injury report, we have Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, Tim Hardaway Jr., Frank Ntilikina. Theo Pinson, all out for the um, Mavericks. And we don't have anything submitted for the Lakers as of yet, uh, though we can say that AD is out. Kendrick Nunn is out. Um, and
1: we'll go with that, but I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on this Mavs side of the ball? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddie. He is 5,600 tonight. And after playing four games with the Mavs, he's really been coming into his own in two two of those last games. Uh, he scored 20 points and 24 points with two rebounds and four rebounds. And he also had two assists and five assists in those last two games. So I, he's gotten closer or over 30 minutes. Um, And I think if he could get to that 30 minute Mark, he could score over 20 points again. And I'm just excited to see how he continues to improve uh, with the Mavs. But who, who are you looking at?
0: Yeah. And I, I think that's a, uh, that's solid. Um, I think, Dinwiddie's been pretty solid here the last couple games. He's starting to back-to-back games over 20 points, and then you get the Lakers, so uh, could be another solid return there. I don't mind going to him. This is a game where they can uh, experiment with some things, especially giving him more time on the ball. Uh, the Lakers are just playing terrible right now, and, and, and it's looking very bleak. Um, Reggie Bullock just came back at 4,500. I think he's a solid option there. Um, he's he was playing really well before he got hurt, a uh, little before the All Star break. So he could potentially jump back. And uh, Dwight Powell at 3,900 is an option. And then uh, Luca at 12K. It, it's very hard to say no to him. Uh, he hasn't played the Lakers once, but he should just slice and dice and and have his way here. You can easily see a ceiling game for Luca if it stays competitive long enough. Um, where Luca is just worth every penny. Um, uh, yeah, but that's, that's where I'm looking at there. I think there's some solid cheap options. And then of course, Luca is a hundred percent in play for me uh, on the other side of the ball. LeBron is 11 And LeBron's still putting up really good fantasy numbers. Uh, in his one game against the Mavs, he didn't do so great, but I would much rather just pay $800 and go to, go to Luca there. Uh, than LeBron, if, if, if I have the, the $800 to spend, uh, Westbrook don't really want to attack him. This is a a team that's just a very good defensive team in the Mavs. Even though the one game against the Mavs, Westbrook had 49 fantasy points. I don't really want to attack him there at 83. I think we have a couple other options that I'd rather go to. Uh, Carmelo Anthony for 4800 makes a little sense. Dwight Howard, if he's starting again, uh, makes a little sense. He had 11 rebounds in the last game, 16 the game before that. Uh, Austin Reeves started previously. Uh, he's pretty good. I don't think he's gonna. It's gonna translate to fantasy, but. Uh, that's something else to think about. And Taylor Horton Tucker would be a guy I'm looking at, but uh, he's just teetering on the line for me. It's more so Carmelo, Anthony Dwight Howard are the two guys I'm looking at the most. And then Taylor Horton
1: Tucker. Uh, but how about you? Yeah, same. Um, I'm only really, really looking at mellow, uh, 4,800 for tonight. And he's gotten 30 minutes or close to 30 minutes in his last two games. And he scored uh 15, almost 15 to 20 points in his last two games. So I think, He's, in my opinion, really the only guy I'd be looking at for the Lakers tonight.
0: All right. I like it. Um, all right. That does it for our six-game slate. We went pretty quickly on this one. Uh, before we head on out, though, you ready? Uh, do you want to give your favorite player tiers? We'll run through that. Always. I am always down for that. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> and I will let you choose. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start at the upper echelon, uh, the high price guys, mid-tier guys, or
1: the value play? Let's go last time. We went value to high. Let's switch it up. Let's go mid high to low. Ooh. Okay. I like
0: <laughs> it. So what is your favorite? Uh, I said, what? Like they are uh, <laughs> not people <laughs> who, who is your favorite?
1: Who, who who's your favorite mid tier play of the night? Um, I'm going to have to go with Seth Curry 6,400. Um, I feel like, like I said, he was traded with Harden and, since landing in Brooklyn, he's he's really been killing it. So I think he could help us out tonight.
0: All right, I like it. I'm going to go with Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to miss again. If, do, if KPJ does play, then scratching that. But for now, it looks like Schroeder is going to play again. And at 5,900, I just see another 30, 35-point game at um, with some upside for possible 40 there. Just very safe value. So I, I really like... Uh, 5,900 for Schroeder and a starter as a starter again. Uh, how about your favorite? You said mid low. Okay. Value play. I was trying to remember.
1: Um, let's go high. We just, Ooh. We just yeah, we, just, so I was, I'm oh, sorry well, if I, I messed you up. <laughs> <laughs> I might've said it wrong. My bad. We'll go. No, favorite no. High price play of the night. Um, I'm going to be looking at Reggie Jackson again. Uh, he's getting up there, but I think he's worth it. And. I feel like if you if you use Reggie Jackson at eighty two hundred, you might be able to get another another guy in that range, maybe eight thousand range to seventy five hundred range um, into your lineup, depending how you build it. So I think Jackson is really worth it tonight for the high value. Who are you looking at though?
0: Right, and I like that. Um, that's a, a low one. I'll go. A little bit higher. I, I like Carl Anthony Towns at 10-1. I think Luka is just in safe bet, but I'm going to stay away from the Super Saiyan tier. I think Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I, no, actually, scratch that. Jason Tatum uh, at 9,800 against the Hawks. I, I like that. I think uh, 50 points is a given. I think both of them could put up 50, but I'll take the $300 savings uh, and a little bit of better of a matchup with Jason Tatum there.
1: <clears throat> All right. Jumping on now to your favorite value play of the night. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Peyton Pritchard, 3,700. Uh, he's played 27 minutes, 17 minutes in his last two games. And he's been scoring, and really, he's only gotten a couple rebounds and a couple assists. Like I said, they're kind of flip-flopped. But I think he could have another another solid stat line tonight. Who's your Valley play? All right, I like that.
0: Uh, and I will go with two, just because I don't 100% know. But um, I really like Kelly Olenek. Diallo is doubtful. Bagley is questionable. If Bagley doesn't play, he should again see about 24 to 26 minutes. And if he does get that, I really like him at 4,900. If those guys wind up playing, he might see under 20. And at that point, uh, if he's playing playing 17, then uh, don't really like him. <clears throat> I said I'll say two because um, Precious is another guy that I, I think is very solid. Uh, back end of a back to back, we might not have Van Vliet again. OG's not playing. Maybe Birch doesn't play. Maybe he draws a start against Brooklyn. Uh, and he's had a success against them. So uh, I think Precious, at a very cheap value again, could be pretty solid in this matchup. All right. Uh, that does it for today's episode of DFS Today. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, and do you want to head on? Uh, before we head on out here, is there anything else you want to add? Shout out?
1: Just good luck tonight, guys. I hope uh, we definitely helped you out. And... Win some money tonight, guys. All right. Sounds good. Well, have a good night, everyone. Catch
0: you again next time. Peace. Peace out, guys.